it's a funny thing. When I got engaged, I understood exactly how how dating works and how people get engaged. And over the last 25 years since then, I understand less and less. It's funny, I was so much smarter then. As every year, I'll try to share with you uh, some of the Nakudas that Rafan used to share with us, maybe slightly different words, but it all comes back to the same ideas. You say that I'd like to tell you, and I know you won't all believe me because when I got engaged, I wouldn't have believed it either. And when you date, no matter how much you date, you find out very little about the person you're dating. And when you get engaged, you think it's not so. Between the time someone gets engaged and someone gets married, he realizes that he knows so much more about how many get married than when he got engaged. And then by the end of Shana Rishayna, it's a whole new different person. Now, this idea that when you date, you find out only very little about the person that you're dating. So uh, there for what? So there for what? Therefore, you should take longer. Dating longer doesn't help you, but Haraya. The Goyim who know each other so well, uh, do they have a better uh, marriage relationship? Do they have a better record in marriages? The answer really is that when you date, you're dating really to find out certain Ikrain Nakudas that are possible to find out when you date. And everything else is baloney. Everything else, the Bible wants to show up to be, so he makes you like this or like that or makes it work out. The truth is that a person who dates and thinks he's going to figure out everything will never, ever uh, be matliach. A certain ikreyen yonim. And that's that. And that's what it says in this week's parasha. What it says in this week's parasha is that Eliezer looked for just a few ikreyen. And after that, he proposed. And that was it. Ready to propose. He didn't wait to see how she died or how fancy a house or not fancy a house it is bang bang he found out what he felt for the Ikrim and then he got engaged now you'll tell me but you'll feel much more comfortable if you know more about her maybe I'll agree with you but I'm telling you 100% better that you won't no matter how much you date every single person who dates spends personally married spends the dating period finding out how similar he is to her and Shana Rishayda finding out how different he is from her. That happens by everybody. There's no exceptions to that. Just like if you go to a doctor and you take the culture and you have a step, but you know what it is. And uh, there's some things that are by everybody. Maybe by you it's different. There's certain things that are the same by everybody. It's the same thing with the dating. Everybody spends engagement period uh, dating period when things go well it's because you find out similarities 
and Shanri uh, Shani is trying to find out all the differences that there are between them. The most extreme experience I ever had in this, and I'm not English to have, someone called me during the Shabbat week, and he asked me in a very Russian uh, name, I mean, he wasn't, uh, he said, What happens if you get married? And after you get married, you realize she's a very nice girl, but she's just not for you. What do you do? Okay. I had a phone call to get to the Shabbat Brachas So I started laughing, which I think was the best thing to do. I started laughing. I told them, wow, you're quick. Usually it takes people one of the first weeks to find out that they're not to the past. You know, you spend the whole engagement finding out you're to the past. And then... <coughs> The fact is that people are different. There are a million things in a person's life that could be one way or a different way. And uh, the only thing that you can do before you get married is look for certain ikrim and make sure the ikrim are there. And beyond that, even the ikrim that you're looking for, who knows? But beyond that, the whole Shana Rishayna lasts usually until the 25th anniversary. You adjust to the differences between you. And by the 25th anniversary, you just be Irish and you just stay different, and the next 25 years you're with the and everything's fine. At the beginning, you spend time trying to convince your wife that your way is better, and she tries to convince you that her way is better. And then you get all smart and you realize that, as I tell my wife, intelligent human beings could have two opinions. If your wife ever disagrees with you, you're not in the mood to give in for some reason or other. Just say, intelligent human beings could have two opinions. Like this, you're calling her an intelligent human being. And you're saying, I just disagree. You know. But it's a very important decide to know, not just the dating, because the dating, you're not going to believe me anyway, and everyone tries to be a couple many days to figure out everything. But the marriage, more importantly, to know that that's just the way it is. Guys in the room are married knows that way, and uh, you know, guys are engaged, and maybe starting to find out. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know, I but uh, the guys who are dating are sure it's not that way. They're sure they're going to date, and they'll figure out. And they sit with their parents on the other day to get this out and that out. <coughs> the Ikrim that Tom used to talk about was that the film type level be compatible and that the communication be good. The way he would say is that she's a macabella, she listens. It doesn't mean she obeys. People think listening means obey. It doesn't mean she obeys. But often she's right, you're wrong. <coughs> listen means that you can talk to her. You can disagree with her and she can listen. And that she has what you consider common sense. That you'll trust her judgment. Those were always the three acres that he spoke about one phrase or another, the front cat has to match, and the communication has to be there, and the, and the, you have to be able to trust the common sense. I mean, the nice thing is you're going to make decisions, you're going to talk about where to send your children to the yeshivas, you're going to talk about these things. You have to trust her, her, her common sense, you have to feel that every person has common sense regarding someone else. Even if you meet someone, you think they're way off. But it's a girl for him also, you know, just, just the way off, and that common sense is the same. They're the same client. 
So that, those three Nakudas, that's to look for. So everybody's entitled. When you date, you're entitled to do whatever you want. You want to go this way or that way. Shalom didn't tell you you have to marry this person or that person. But if you put too many additional thoughts, Nakudas, in your mind, First of all, it takes a while to find, to find, but more importantly, you're going to be disappointed. Once there was a shul that I was very close with, somewhere out of the city nearby, and some people I knew well were in the shul, and they were looking for a new rub. And they were talking to me about it as they were looking, and they had came down to two people, and there were different factions in the shul. I told my wife, watch what's going to happen. I told her, what happened? They, when they started, had certain ikrim they wanted in a rug. Well, what are ikrim? Whatever is important to the shul. They wanted to see a place, they wanted to see a person who speaks well and uh, warm. You know, they had certain ikrim. It came down to two people. And these two people, these two rabbanim, why would they disagree? One group in the shul said a certain sarin, which is not one of the ikrim. The other group said a different chesaron. I told my wife, you're going to see, they're going to end up, they're going to find someone who doesn't have these two small chesaronists. He's not going to be not a paisic, and not a good speaker, and not a warm person. But the two things that they're fighting over, they'll find, and they're going to take him for a row. That's, I, that's what I, I knew that was going to happen. But kachava, a wonderful person, I don't mean anything bad. But it's exactly what happened. How do I know? Because that's what happens to a lot of people today. They date, they start off, they know they're certainly free. And then they date a few girls. And they say, well, this I don't like in this one, this I don't like in that one. So it becomes by them the anchor, the things they don't like. And then they end up getting engaged to someone who has these small decudas, and they forget about the equipment sachai. The person you get engaged to, you don't get engaged to someone for the purpose of marrying them. You get engaged to someone for the purpose of them being a wife and a mother in your home. And you start off, the Yikri Mark has someone who will be a good wife and a good mother. And then when a person dies, certain other constraints come up. And the Yikri I want to tell you something about some older guys who find it very hard to get engaged. You know, statistically, that people get engaged a certain percentage in the first year, in the second year, even in the third year they date. Once a person goes by a lifetime dating, eight, nine, ten years of dating, it becomes statistically very hard for them to get engaged. I'll tell you why, and I'm not telling you this, not my Hashara, this is because I know them, I talk to them. I'll tell you why. People think it's because they become foolish. It's not true. It's because they become experts. I don't mean it facetiously, I mean they really are experts. If they meet a girl, they know, they can have 20 things and they can figure out all 20. And the mice, uh, you're never going to find a girl that all 20 other way you want. So the mice, uh, they come to talk to me if they're dating someone and this is just bothers them. And the mother says they should get engaged, so the friend says they should get engaged, this bothers them. I can't disagree, they're right. Just why? If they'd be younger, they'd be so dumb they wouldn't notice it. And then they'd get married. And they'd notice it and they'll live with it, you know. And they live with it. That's what happens to most people. You get married, you don't realize certain things. <coughs> and afterwards, you realize the things, and uh, then you live with them. If the ikrim are there, the other things don't matter. And that, Pasha Chayasar, that's what it says. It says that the 
the main thing, the main thing are the different. When I was dating, I dated in the summer. I had a big brach. I never, I never went on a date during this man. Started dating at the end of his man, and I got engaged the first week of the next man, which, which was a big bracha. I was in camp, I was in camp one camp, and I was dating on days off. And uh, once I came into the city for a date, so I came into a farm. At that point, I'd gone out four or five times, you know, still early in the game. And I spoke to him. So he told me, all right, so I'll go out one, one or two more times and then propose. So I would shy and I felt like it was hit over my head, you know. And my parents said, you have to sit down and talk about it and think about it in a way. So I spoke to him for five, I don't know, I spoke to him for five minutes. And uh, he said, oh, I'll sit down one or two times and propose. Like, what? <laughs> but um, the tangled web of different protein and protein protein when, when it becomes important to you you have really very little choice it's important to you it could be important to you but it's so foolish because when you get married a lot of the adjustments of Shana Vishayna is that you find out the differences you find out things that you're not the same about and uh, and then you have to adjust to it. That's uh, the secret about dating. And I think Ruba de Ruba married people are um, accurate. You recognize it. And uh, it's very hard because you only get married after you date. So when you're dating, it's a little hard to, uh, to appreciate. But the idea of dating being to figure out everything Dating basically has two stages. When you meet a girl the first few days, it's sort of an interview. No warmth, it doesn't start with warmth. An interview. You can interview someone for a job, you find out about them. I don't hopefully do it like a manch, but uh, and then if you get past that stage, the basics are there, then the question is if you develop a relationship afterwards, whatever level of relationship. The most common question that I'm asked is the question. Uh, the guy tells me something like, on paper, she's exactly what I wanted. Everything is exactly the way I wanted. But, I'm just not excited. I'm not, uh, you know, you start thinking, when I'm not with her, do I look forward to being with her? Don't I look forward to being with her? Mothers are very much into this. Yes, you know, you're not with her, you look forward to being with her. When your mother asks that to you next time, ask your father if when he's not with your mother, if he looks forward to being with her. <laughs> if that's, uh, that's like he, he dreams about her a lot. The Yikra in dating is to have a sustainable relationship with somebody. It's true. Maybe you know a friend who uh, is very excited. Usually it's someone a little younger or maybe a little more outgoing. They're all excited when they get engaged. But that's the exception. The rule usually is that when people get engaged, they're getting engaged to a person who they can see constantly spending their life with. And the truth is, if a person would think about it, if you think about it enough, you realize that it's ridiculous. How could you know? But you have a comfort level. It always strikes me when I'm under the chuppah, a day 
what it means when a guy lets go of the ring. A Pokemon who still has his fingers on the ring, you know, he's a, he's a bachelor. The second he lets go, I always think, if he would realize what's happening, the second he lets go, he never let go. Like, if you realize the ramifications of what you're doing, <coughs> But suddenly you say every year that people take the fun. And what should I do? I can't explain it, but the fact is that the more complicated you make it, doesn't mean the more happy you'll be. The person who looks for 10 years is not necessarily happier than the person who gets married in the first year. And uh, you, can't become, you can't become too much of an expert. But you do have to know. And without it, it's impossible to get married. You do have to know is that no matter how much you think you figure it out, when you get married, you're going to find out other things. I once, once there was a husband in Yeshiva who, during his engagement, Kala told him about a certain physical thing, problem she had. It wasn't so major that she felt she had to tell right away. Maybe she should have told and he was upset about it. He spoke to me and he said that when I was dating, this was the one thing my parents insisted on. Health-wise, you have to ask and everything has to check out. Everything has to be perfect. And folks, when I met this girl, my grandmother got sick and my mother had to go to the hospital and uh, I ended up uh, going out. She didn't check into it. He was all upset about it. So I told him, you know, that's your, that's your, some uh, that's your thing, that the Rebbein Shalom to make it happen, that he had to make his, his, his grandmother sick, so that the Rebbein Shalom could push through the shiva, you know, he had to distract your, uh, your mother. But that's what happens, you get distracted from things. And when you get married, you have to adjust to that. The ikr, ikr, not bad, for engaging, if you're going out, you have to know what you're looking for. But the ikr is not to fool yourself into thinking that when you get married, you know, everything can be smooth and it's going to be easy. If you're grown up and you can deal with people that are different than you, then you can get married. But wise women today are intelligent. They have their own day and things. They let their day be known. And uh, when you go out with somebody, you want to know what personality. I always tell you, you want to go out with somebody, you want to be talking to them. You want to go out with someone to talk to them. But no one wants to marry someone who talks a lot. It's a very strange thing. When you go out, they want someone who's very outgoing. When they get married, they find that their wife is too uh, strongly opinionated and too talkative, and you, know, you can't get out the shackles in the morning, she's doing telling you all the things that women talk about. I think when you go out, you do well to stick with the ikrim and not to get distracted by your <coughs> It's funny, the only thing the Torah tells us about Rivka, by Yitzchak, the only thing Yitzchak saw about Rivka was that Tikach et that she behaved in a manner in the Eifan So the only thing that the Torah tells us, Yitzchak came and she covered herself. What does that The only thing the Torah tells us. The of, of the woman. Chazal say that the Tzniyas of a woman affects the home, affects the children. What the learning is to a to a zakhar, he assists to indicate. The learning, just like somebody who's a matliach and he learns, he puts in the time, he's a bentaira and in effect is total from kai. Sneas is the same thing by a woman. 
today, unfortunately, there's a tremendous, in our circles, there's a tremendous stand, even among friends. The people they marry is the level of sneers. The level of sneers, I mean two things. First of all, the common problem with women, young women, who for some reason or other have this mishagat not to cover their hair properly. Not to cover up your shulchanara. Look, I, when people ask me a shayla and I tell them it's trays and they're disappointed, I always have the same line. I tell them, listen, I don't write the rules. I just report them. Give me a shayla and I report what it says. I don't write it. It's alakha that a woman has to cover her hair. So flatbush, the women... By the time they're married for two or three months, the, the people go back or further or further. Today, there's a terrible thing with the women who have sheikloch, where their hair shows in front of the sheikl, have names for it. Yilu to Zavra Amotah. The lack of sneers, the whole attitude of the lack of sneers. I don't I, I think a woman who doesn't cover her hair, who doesn't cover her hair properly, basically should marry a person who doesn't want. It's a shit you know, for now. A man who doesn't learn and a woman who doesn't, uh, you know, so they're both missing in the acronym, but they did the shit up. A lot of the they don't realize, they don't know, even though they're gay, they ask. I don't know. The lucky is, a woman has to cover her hair. The Rajpa says that if some hair sticks out under, from the shape of, you know, a woman can be perfect, sometimes on the side, the way the hair grows, some hair sticks out, but the Rajpa says, it's good the Gaul had Chilla set up that way, but uh, it's not official for now. It's not Lachat Chilla according to anybody. And even if he had it, it's a big problem. Allah is that you're not allowed to make a bracha facing an Erva. An Erva is a woman, a married woman's hair that's uncovered. The Tefat is uncovered. It's also to make a bracha. If you're in a, in a chasana, we had a kiddish, we had a family gathering. I sometimes I have guests in my house. Sometimes we have people uh, who come to my home. And when I make kiddish, I stand sideways. Because the halachi is, you know, I want to make a bracha facing someone whose hair is not covered. That's what it's going on. And the chatzkhila, you have to, the rush and the rajba. The chatzkhila, you have to be mitzadeh, you have to turn sideways. So, yeah, maybe you can close your eyes. Or you look down, it's good. But uh, the mikshul is a problem. There are, there are different. Uh, we're, not, we're not a perfect community. You should know when you're looking for a woman, for a wife. What are you looking for? Which things matter? All the little mishigasa matter. And the question: If a, if a woman covers her hair, something else doesn't matter. The mother says that someone who covers more than they have to it affects the children. Someone who doesn't cover what they have to. It's a big mikshul. And there are certain things which many people do, but it's not often did. And the women know it's not often did. Because when I'm walking the street, and then they see me, the first thing they do is they have, their hands run to their table. You know, to pull their table down. Some, some pull it all the way, they pull a little bit, they, they pull it down right away. It's, uh, <coughs> if they would think it's worth it, why they, as soon as they see it, they go to their table. It's not the way it should be. The Sahara, talk to men to understand the Sahara. You know, to me, to you, as a man, a little hair does stick out, it doesn't stick out. Atika Chatzor, Atiska, I'll say that that's in Iker, in looking for a wife. She should be a Balasesa, but the Leazar looks for, like it says, she should be a Sanor. 
these are things that are, that are very beginning. I told many people here, and I'll tell you again, that even though in the Gemara it says that you should marry a woman who's less from than you, the Chais Darga says marry a woman who's a little less from than you, but the Messias, the way it is today in America, you have to marry somebody who claims to be more from it. And the reason is very partial, that the girls, when they're from Kai, basically is untested from Kai. It's very easy to say, I want somebody to learn all day, I've known for many years. The words are very easy. A lot of guys, if you take all the, all the boys who, when they're bar mitzvah, want to reach a point where they can learn all day, you'll have Ruba the Ruba. What happens? Then you have to do it. It's hard to do it. A lot of, a lot of people can't, can't sit and learn for three, four hours straight. It's very hard. So we may when you become shvachim. The girls are still at the point where they just it's all talk, it's all fluff. And whatever level of funkai you think there is, the person you marry, be very careful to guard it. Stay that way. It's easily lost by the women. It's very easily lost. Very, very easily lost. And uh, they're not going to be a little firmer to start. It's going to affect what you're going to end up with. You have to, you have to start with a little more. You have to take off a certain percentage just for, uh, for the experience of things that take that happen all the time. So these are the Yikrim invading. And, uh, I've always told about. There's another Nakuda, which again, I think the married guys can appreciate better than the guys who are dating, but I'll tell you anyway. You have to be very careful in taking advice from Bachrim or people who have anecdotal experiences, who have one experience, and they're going to give advice. Not because I'm looking for the business, I don't charge by the hour. Not only everyone to come to me for advice. I'm just going to tell you how to When someone gives you advice in any area, and he had one experience, or two experiences, or three experiences, you're only going to hear bad advice. Why? When I got engaged, and this is the martial that I always explain, I think you'll, under, you'll appreciate, when I got engaged, I had one friend who was married who, whenever we spoke, he said, he said to me, don't live near your in-laws. Make sure you live far away from the in-laws. He kept on telling me that, and with a real attitude, he kept on telling me, and that's why I had a mind, you know, I have to live far from my in-laws, you know, he's married, he knows what he's talking about. I ended up living not so far from my in-laws, and not so far from my parents. I first lived, no, I prefer that, but when I first lived, I got married, I was in I realized later, so let's say I had 20 friends that were married. 19 of them got along with their in-laws. And they didn't tell me I should live far away from their in-laws, because they just had a normal life. Nobody tells you something normal. This one person didn't get along with his in-laws. Maybe his mother-in-law came around every day or something. So he had a, a weird experience, an unusual experience. So he's the one giving me the advice, don't let me your in mm-hmm. I, 19 out of 20 people, I, I have to see, but they're not telling me. Whoever has a normal experience doesn't tell you. So whoever has an abnormal experience, they're the one giving you advice. You have to watch out 
people who have one experience, two experience, and suddenly they're giving you the advice, usually don't do it first. And uh, something you have to watch out The most important you cite in the parasha is the subsequent site, which if you listen carefully to any shurim I ever give on Shalom Bayez, it's the same exact shear, it's just in different packages. But some people hear it this way, some people hear it that way. But it's exactly the same part, it all comes down to this subsequent. The subsequent says that when Eliezer is saying, okay, that's it. I want, I want to take Rivka. And he goes over to Lavan, and he tells Lavan, that's it, you know. You're giving it to me, you're not giving it to me, otherwise I'll go home without her. So Lavan says the following. He says, that we can't tell you not that it's good and not that it's bad. And say so for if, it doesn't make sense. If may Hashem Yotza Hadavar, if the Ebishter said this is the right Shiva, so what does it mean? We can't tell you it's good, we can't tell you it's not good. If may Hashem Yotza Hadavar, so tell me it's good. So what does some say to answer? He says, and that's what Washington called inside, he says that in a Shiva, People think it's good if they marry someone who's like them. Or they date and they ask information, they're looking for someone who's like them. Some scientists says really it's not good. Really, it's good for a couple to be different. You're exactly the same, so what do you have? Mighty Lou, you know, before you had six feet of a, per, of, of a person. So now you have uh, 11 feet, I don't know how tall she is, but you know, before you had six feet of people, now you have 11 feet of people. If it's exactly the same person, so what does marriage do for you? Such it says the tayelas of marriage they should be different. And if you're different, so you're one way, she's another way. And then when you discuss things, you come out to some middle ground. So you have someone to uh, to take your mishagaskin and make them a little more normal. As they say, the cipher gives an example. His example is on spending money. He says that if Shulvayshon puts a shidduch and both of them like to spend money, they'll become poor people. If both of them are tight-fisted, they don't like to spend money. So I have plenty of money in the bank, but they have an unhappy house. He says, if Ayushalam always makes a shidduch, he takes one person who likes to spend money, and one person who doesn't. He doesn't say which is the zakhar, which is the kebab. And he makes a shidduch, and the mailer goes out and normal, and something normal. I understand some cipher. Why is it some cipher? It's the side I'm telling you today also, that the first year of marriage, you find out all your differences. He says, that whatever we tell you, it's not going to be good. And we're going to tell you something that we think is right, but it's really tight. You know, we'll tell you this difference. So really it's tight, we're going to tell you right. We'll tell you something that we think is tight, maybe it's not tight. It's similar to advice and no good. So some say, so it's just tight. You can't figure out everything. I've had it on your days, it's human nature, but for someone that's similar to you. But that's not what you're going to get. When everything is said and done, and you come home, and you close the door behind you, and the two of you live in one home together, so then you find out all the differences. You find out that she has strong opinions. You find out that she's, quote unquote, sometimes stubborn. Which is usually pretty much the way you are, the way she is, usually. 
if one side is stubborn and one side is not, so no one's being stubborn, because she just gave in, then she doesn't have to be stubborn, right? And only the other person's only stubborn when you're equally stubborn. And if neither of you are getting in, you know, how could she be more stubborn than you? If you have a disagreement, now Shaya said she should be more stubborn than you, because you gave in, then it's over. Because I used to speak in the base medrash, and the pan used to speak in the classroom. Well, short passed away, so the pan was asking to speak once every four weeks in the base medrash, and the other three weeks he spoke in the class. So he spoke every Shabbos Mavarak, if I remember correctly. He used to speak. So the first few years it didn't come out Parshat Chayasara. I remember when the first time it came out Parshat Chayasara, I was wondering, he's speaking, you know, for 12th graders, and you know, a lot of guys have nothing to do with dating. I was wondering what he was going to, you know, how he was going to speak. So, Itaka spoke a little about the different Indian also, but he spoke about it. And, uh, he spoke about them, you know, all the tapes of Rapam Shmuz and Akashat Chayasara are really for married people. You're dating, understand it a little, you understand a lot, you know. When you're married, then you should listen to it. It's spoken about the fact that uh, couples argue about things in the house. And the way he said it, the way he said it, said it she, said, she says she needs a new kitchen. And he says, the kitchen's good enough, what's wrong with the kitchen? Of course, he only comes to the kitchen, he eats, and he goes back to wherever he's going. She spends the whole day in the kitchen. Of course, for him it's good enough. As far as not, that was the lush that he used to say that in most things that couples argue about, does it really matter? He's given, he's given to her. She's going to spend the money anyway. Might as well. He was to say the part of the office, but he had to fight about it. And uh, by and large, things are, are just things that are differences are not not worth arguing with that. So this is the Kuda that I wanted to share with you. It's, uh, I'll tell you the truth. Yesterday, I had to be in Washington, and I had a three o'clock shuttle flight back to New York. I thought I was going to land here at four. And uh, there was a storm. The storm that came here later was there. And first it was postponed to five. And then at five o'clock, in one announcement, they said all the flights, shuttle flights every hour, all the shy flights are canceled. You have to book for tomorrow. And all the flights to Boston are canceled. And all the flights to Philadelphia are canceled. And uh, everybody, you know, go to the train station. So I knew I had to be here this morning. So, instead of going to the train station and waiting another two hours so I realized I was going to get on a train, I went and I rented a car and I drove, I drove back. I got here at one o'clock, I drove five or six hours. The person I was with, I told him, I'll talk to you for the first hour. I, didn't, I learned very little the whole day. At least while I drive, let me learn while I drive. I'll think about it. You know, I give a tomorrow share on Shabbos, I give a tomorrow share on Master Shabbos, I give a share today. At least, you know, the lesson of a derech, I'll, uh, I'll be able to think of learning while I'm driving. So I was thinking about what I'm going to talk about here. So new topic. The same exact topic. Phrased every time a different way. You should know, of course, 
to Shalabai to know that what's happening in your house is happening in every house in the block. You think your wife is the one that's this way, that's different, that's either more messy than you like, or she's too neat, or she's too, that's too much money, or she's this, or she's that. I think it's only by you. You should know, you go down a block, every house that is a married couple, it's exactly the same thing. Exactly the same, slightly different. Everybody that's married finds differences. Some people get along over it, some people fight over it. It's exactly the same thing. I once had a woman who called me, a couple that was separated, divorced later. She felt that I only hear his side. He's a show, he's telling me. It was a Friday afternoon, I was home. She called me, she said she wants to tell her side. They didn't get divorced anyway, she wants to tell her side. She mentioned five or six complaints. So I tell you, you can ask my wife what happened. If I hung up the phone, I told my wife who was familiar with the whole thing. I said, every complaint she said about her husband, you could say about me. Every single one of the complaints you could say about me. You want every single thing, you know, I mean, you know, he wasn't beating her up, you understand? He was, you know, he was too busy outside of the house, and there were things broken in the house that he didn't fix, and, you know, Kahina Rabbi. Mm-hmm. And it took happened to be the five or six things she said, ah, you could say that me also. So we left. The nicest Shalom Bayes incident I ever had. Tremendous muscles to me and my wife. We had a couple over. They were an older couple that don't have children. They married a number of years. And uh, they came over to Bayes and Shabbat. And, or Yamta, if I remember. And the nicest Shalom They had made up between them that they don't go to sleep at night with a tiny one or the other. Which I always tell guys is half a good idea. It's always good if the woman has a tiny, she shouldn't go to sleep without saying it. So the woman says it after what she feels that. For a guy, it's the opposite. A guy is better off keeping his mouth shut. Because you'll see, if you ever see someone angry, you'll, if you're smart enough, you'll notice, the more he talks about it, the angrier he gets. That's the way men are. It's the nature of all men. So he bothers them a little, and they talk about it, the more they talk about it, the more they get into it, and, and they get more and more upset. A man should keep his mouth shut. A woman should say, but you can't tell the woman that you're keeping your mouth shut. You say, we both should say. And what's bothering you? Nothing. You know, like you would get up in the morning, a man feels very good if he keeps his mouth shut the next day. He feels very good. Anyway, so she said, they run to sleep, and she tells him, uh, whatever his name is, Yankel, before uh, he I have to tell you, I was very upset something you did today. So what I do? She tells him. He says to her, let me think before I answer. Give me two minutes. And it's a smart husband. It's fine. And she waits two minutes. She waits four minutes. She waits six minutes. He's snoring. He's snoring. He asleep. So she tells me to sit at the table, and they were laughing hysterically, both of them. They were laughing like it was the funniest thing in the world, which it is. The same exact mice that could happen in a different house, you know, she'll pick up the nickel box and put it on his head, you know. <laughs> you know I told you it bothered me, and not even go with it. You should know the same thing happens in all the homes. You date, you think you're so smart, you talk over your parents, you talk over your friends, and finally you found the one, and this is this, this is this is. And then, good morning, you get married, and you find their differences. Similarities you get used to, you don't appreciate it. It's the way it is. It's a big adjustment. Marriage is a big adjustment. When you date, don't try to have everything. It's a waste of energy. 
Figure out what are Ikrim. If you have certain Mishagats, you want a certain Ikrim. Fine. Figure it out beforehand. What are your Ikrim? And you figure out what your Ikrim are. It's a lot easier to be able to date. It shouldn't take so long. And uh, Tom used to give the marshal always. Uh, the fellow who went to Grand Central Station, he went over to the, uh, the counter. He said, I need a ticket. He said, a ticket to where? He said, just give me a nice bus. And said to him, the police would say, young man, first figure out where you want to go, and then I'll get you a ticket. He said, if before people date, they figure out where they want to go, dating won't take so long. Figure out what are the interests. Don't let more things cloud your judgment. When you date a few people, don't let it cloud your judgment. Don't let it cloud your judgment. And he said, that the Shemaya. The fact is that... Uh, Push comes to shove. This is all our Ishtadlus. We have to do our Ishtadlus. The Rabbanish Lord runs, runs the world. Shadukimar. If anything is beyond Hashem, then it's totally, uh, really Shadukim. And, uh, everyone is in the same some way. Some people are in the Genesis of dating, some people are in the Genesis of marriage, some people are in the Genesis of Panasa, some people are in the Genesis of Dizun. Everybody has this Genesis somewhere. But at least do your Ishtadlus the right way. This Nakuda, this Nakuda Ha'ikris. In marriage, it's nice to hear about dating. It's crucial to hear uh, about about a married life. It should be zayicher. You know, it says ish v'isha shriim b'shalom shkuna shriim b'neiim. You think it's easy? Think it's easy. Ish v'isha shriim b'shalom shkuna shriim b'neiim. So what does that mean? The easy thing. Shkuna shriim b'neiim. You need to take that thing. A lot of effort. Shalom b'zayicher b'shkuna shriim b'neiim.